I probably could have made the same amount of money buying this property, doing the deck, doing the roof, and selling it as is. I would have obviously listed it lower, but I probably would have made the same money without doing all the work. So my little rehab turned into a decent rehab because I just kept doing more stuff. So if you're flipping properties, you always want to look at the as-is value, right? Because if you can sell a house and make the same profit without doing shit to it, that's a lot better than selling a house, making the same money, and going through all this bullshit. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck. And on this podcast, you are going to learn exactly how to be a successful real estate investor step by step by me interviewing some of the top real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the entire country. And there's also going to be a bunch of episodes where I'm just going to individually talk about real estate deals that I've done that have been successful, some deals that haven't been successful. I'm going to talk about my weekly real estate investing lessons, stuff that I've learned from the trenches that you can learn for free on this podcast. So if you're looking to level up your game as a real estate investor or become a real estate investor, this is the podcast to listen to. So if you do get value from the show today, please do me a favor and leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on so we can get this message in front of more people. And without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Greg Helbeck here, REI Weekly Deal Breakdown. Today, I'm going to talk about 52 Robin Road Part 2. I sold the house today, so I told you I was going to do a Part 2 on this thing once the house sold. So I'm going to tell you how we made some money on this thing. So long story short, if you haven't seen the first part of the series, I would go, uh, I said series and Siri thought it was speaking and clearly Siri, that is not for you. Anyway, if you didn't see the first part of the series, I would go back and watch that. Long story short, it's a fix and flip property I bought in Poughkeepsie. I bought it back in like May of 23, and I sold it in the late part of November, November 30th, 2023. So I own the property for Jesus. June, July, August, September, October, six months I own this damn house, almost longer than six months. So didn't want to hold it that long, but that's the way it is sometimes. So on the sale, went into the property, put about 60000 worth of construction into the house. I explained more on part one how we found the deal and whatnot. Ended up selling the property today for $380,000. Now, the property was listed for $380,000. Now, if you have been doing this business for a while, you would notice that I just sold that property for list price. And before the market shifted a little bit, you were selling properties like list price was a joke. I mean, you were selling properties 20, 30, 40, 50, sometimes 100K over ass, depending on the market. And this was not the case. So we actually went into contract with somebody. I think it was 30 or no, it was, yeah, it was 30 grand over ask. The first buyer could not get the down payment figured out. They tried to use their IRA to get a down payment. They couldn't get a down payment. They couldn't come up with the cash. So we had to cancel the deal with them and go forward with another offer. That next best offer was really the 380 offer we took, conventional financing, which means that it's not FHA. It's just a regular bank financing scenario. So went in the contract with this buyer. We were in contract with them for a while and found out that after they pulled their title search, there was some violations that were still on the property, which blew my mind because I bought that house with violations and it was mainly the deck. And I fixed that. And I'm like, okay, well, that was the only violation. And I, I thought that was the case. Clearly it wasn't. I got pulled a permit for the roof. So that was all squared away. But when they pulled their municipal search, I guess the town like got involved again. Maybe they went back to the property. I don't know what happened, but basically they were saying that the bathroom downstairs was not permitted 
and it was a whole mess. So they had to get the building inspector involved. They had to go back down to the bathroom and verify that it was legitimate, which it was. So I thought we were good. And then on the way out, this building inspector, his name is Craig. He opened up the utility closet and saw there was a brand new boiler in there that I put in. We didn't tell him that. And he violated that thing. So then we had to get like licensed electricians and licensed plumbers to like do all this crazy bullshit. Ended up getting that violation squashed. So then we have clean title, clean violations on the property. And then we went in to try to get a closing done a couple of weeks ago. And then like the lender was jerking us around, the buyer's lender. They delayed the sale. They were saying they didn't have all the paperwork. We were pushing back and forth. Long story short, I believe on Monday this week, they said we have to clear to close now or Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. So two days ago. And we scheduled the closing for today. We ended up getting the property sold. And this is how the numbers shaked out to be. So I bought the house for 221, put about 60 in construction, sold the house for 380. Oh, and I forgot to mention at the closing this morning, there was a problem with the heating and some stuff not being cleaned out. So I had to leave 10 grand in escrow, which is still an escrow to get the heating work in and the stuff out. And then I'll get the, hopefully all the money released back to me. So at the end of the day, Walk away net, net, net number was 37,000. That's accounting for the 10K I had to hold back in escrow. So I'm assuming if I get the 10K back, which I should, I'll make 47 on the property. So 37,000, not great considering all the drama that had to unfold. But if we can get it up to 47, heck, if we even get it to 42, I won't really cry about it. Overall, decent deal. You know, decent deal. Wouldn't say it's a home run by any means of this definition, but certainly a double. You know, anytime you can make around 10% of the sales price on a property, that's a decent deal if you're fixing and flipping. What are some lessons I've learned on this property? Number one, first lesson is simple. I probably could have made the same amount of money buying this property, doing the deck, doing the roof and selling it as is. I would have obviously listed it lower, but I probably would have made the same money without doing all the work. So my little rehab turned into a decent rehab because I just kept doing more stuff. So if you're flipping properties, you always want to look at the as-is value, right? Because if you can sell a house and make the same profit without doing shit to it, that's a lot better than selling a house, making the same money and going through all this bullshit. So I probably could have sold this house. It wouldn't have been as certain, but I probably would have been able to make the same amount of money just buying the house, putting it back on the market with no violations and selling it as-is. That's my first lesson. Second lesson is that in a market like this, where it's not a bad market, but it's not a great market in terms of like, there's gonna be 45 offers on every property. You really gotta be a decent negotiator with the buyers on what they want. So what do I mean by that? So we were pretty compliant with what the buyer wanted on this property after we went into contract. And a lot of the times before the market shifted, you could tell the buyer to pound sand because there was 17 other buyers lined up down the street to buy that same house. In this case, this was our best offer. This was really our only offer, secret time. So I was very compliant with what these buyers wanted. And I even decided today, the day of closing, to put 10 grand in escrow to get this shit done because I knew that if I said fuck you to them and they canceled the closing and canceled the deal, now I'd have to put that house back on the market in the fucking winter, which is a bad time to sell houses for the most part, and go through that process for another three months, probably yeah, two to three months to sell it. So you got to understand when you're dealing with a decent offer, don't be a savage negotiating. Be reasonable, right? Be reasonable. So you're going to have to give some stuff up negotiating probably, but don't be an emotional maniac flipping properties and, and beating up buyers. It's not a good idea. So that's the second lesson I've learned. And the third lesson is you got to have a great team. So Christian, my realtor, did a phenomenal job on this project. And you got to work with the right team, right? You have a bad, I've had bad realtors. I've had really bad realtors. I will not mention their names. 
just destroy fucking deals like a virus. And you got to have a good team. And that team, I really mean in this case, is a great realtor, a great closing attorney, and a great contractor, right? My contractor's decent, my realtor's phenomenal, and my attorney's phenomenal. So you got to have a good team. If you have a bad team when you're doing something like this, it gets a little murky. So hopefully you got value from this 37K profit, hopefully going to be 47K if we get the 10K back. If you're not familiar with me, my name is Greg Hellebeck. I've done now at this point, probably 200 deals after this one closed. I've done a lot of real estate flips. I've got rental properties. I've been around the block here, seven figure real estate investors. So if you get value from this, share the show, like it on YouTube, subscribe. And if you're in New York, like Poughkeepsie, or if you're in the Hudson Valley region, Delaware, Reno, San Diego, if you're in those areas and you have a property you want to sell me, I love working with wholesalers. Send me an email, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com. I'll see you guys in the next video. Take care. Bye.